0: What's going on, guys? I'm John Hasenbauer, golf writer for thelines.com. This is from the TIPS WM Phoenix Open 2024 edition. Very excited to talk through the latest field this week. Not a signature event this year following Pebble last week, but always one of the most anticipated events of the golf season. Definitely one of the most fun watches and a perfect precursor to Super Bowl Sunday. Uh before we get into the video today, make sure you are subscribed to the lines, YouTube channel, in the lines, Discord, uh, and following me on Twitter too, at PGA tout Follow the lines on Twitter too while you're at it. Uh, all of those links can be found on the homepage here on thelines.com. Uh, make sure um you are up to speed on all the latest stuff that we're putting out this week. As you can see on the homepage, tons of Super Bowl stuff uh and golf sandwiched right in between. Um Another plug for for golf this week. Uh, underdog Fantasy. Use promo code the lines to get a hundred dollar deposit max match if you are a new user. Um, it is Underdog uh, week. It, the best ball season starts on Thursday, um, and I'm pretty excited about it. To be honest, this is not a video to go over Underdog um, best ball, but it is a really interesting. Uh, way to approach golf. I think it's a really good complement to just kind of grinding golf on a week to week basis. You kind of just pick your guys, you diversify a portfolio of guys that you want to have exposure to over the course of the year. Um, And it's kind of like a lottery ticket at the the end of the season. Once you get into like the last five events of the year, culminating with the open championship, if you have a good team, you have a chance to win hundred thousand dollars. So uh, check out this article. It goes through everything um, you need to know about the highest scorers from the year before, which is so much different from, um, you know, money list. It, this is just guys who make the most birdies and play the most events. Eric Cole is definitely like a diamond in the rough in a format like this. and um, Jaeger, Shank, like these are the top four scorers, but definitely not the top four ADP guys. So there's a lot of edge to be had in, um, in best ball. I believe it's kind of in its infancy. We haven't really seen best ball PGA uh, with stakes this high with $100,000 at stake. So um, I had a lot of fun writing this article. And if you are like me and like haven't really dove into best ball before, I think it'll be very helpful um, before that begins on Thursday. Uh, but this week is um, also about WM Phoenix Open. Um and yeah, it's, it, we're coming off of a, a strange week at, at Pebble Beach before, shortened due to the weather. So Wyndham Clark was your 54-hole winner. Bit of an anticlimactic finish to one of my favorite events of the year. Uh, definitely one of my favorite venues and an event that they really improved by tapping it as a signature event. So a bit of a shame that we only got to see three rounds of it and it didn't end in a climactic way whatsoever. It was really just... Finding out at 11 p.m. last night that Wyndham Clark is your winner, and they weren't going to play a fourth round. So good for him. Um, kind of like a, a bet that you could have gotten on. I didn't. I didn't get there, but I see a, a decent amount of people were on Wyndham Clark. He plays well in California, puts well on Poa. Um, granted, he needed to shoot the course record and have the tournament stop a day early in order to win. Um, there's, if I had a nickel for every time I I was a tournament record and and an event stoppage away from winning an outright i'd be a very rich man um but that's that's golf sometimes you get lucky and sometimes you get unlucky and um you know there hasn't been a lot of good luck for outright betters this year so anybody who did have a wyndham clark uh, outright kudos to you hope you spend your money on something something good um but now uh, everybody who has been able to brave the trip from monterey to scottsdale is here um, a bit of pet peeve of mine to see players like Victor Hovland and Xander Schauffele just back out of this event. I think this is the most fun event these guys play in. If there's one event to like build your schedule around, that's not a major. It should be this. And I think you have your priorities completely out of order if you don't want to play on this stage in TPC Scottsdale in front of the biggest crowd, not only in golf but a top five golf, a uh, top five attendance. Or top five attended sporting event in all of sports in North America. Um, it has a seating pas- capacity of over three hundred fifty thousand people. So there's going to be a lot of people, a lot of noise. It's a big contrast to the traditional sort of golf clap atmosphere that you might be used to seeing in golf. Um, and it's the perfect time to do it because it leads right up to the Super Bowl. So Super Bowl kind of starts mid afternoon Eastern time. They kind of pace this event so that it ends right before the Super Bowl begins. So it really is a perfect event to bet. If you're a casual better. we will have additional content, not just for Super Bowl, which will have a million prop articles and videos and and ad nauseum content, um, anything you could possibly imagine finding an angle for and betting on at the lines. You can find it at thelines.com. That will include an article that I write later this week on – Phoenix open and super bowl crossover props. So I can't wait to include that on my betting card this week. Haven't seen a ton of those props posted yet. I'm recording this on Monday, um, but definitely by like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, we should start to see more of those bets come in as we see like the, the field and the tee times and stuff like that. So excited about crossing over golf and super bowl and definitely excited post super bowl for golf to finally have center stage. Again, I'll be less distracted covering golf, watching golf, writing about golf, uh, on my Sundays, my Sundays are about to have a lot more, um, free time in them. But, uh, for this week, we will, uh, dive a bit further into everything we need to know about Phoenix open. Um, again, with these, with these videos, I'm not going to go crazy, um, in depth in every stat that matters in the previews. That's kind of what the, articles for for the video. We want to get the salient points, the quick hits, the if you need to know three things about this course, make sure you do these three things um, and then go into this article and, you know, dive deeper into it if you have any any specific things that you're not quite sure about. Um, but to dive into the course, I think we have to start with the betting board. You can always find live odds comparisons at the bottom of this preview article every single week which is a go-to for me before I place any of my bets. I always make sure I'm getting the best number across all the legal sports books in New Jersey. Uh, But if you live in a different state, you can filter by that as well and make sure that you're getting the best odds in your local state. Um, Waste Waste Management Phoenix Open is uh, where Scotty Scheffler has won each of the last two years. He is, honestly, I would not have been surprised if he was like three to one in this event. Five to one is too rich for my blood. But it, if somebody put a single bullet in and said, I think Scotty Scheffler is going to three-peat and the field just keeps getting worse, I can't really argue against that. So uh, it's uh, it's it's a daunting task to go up against Scotty Scheffler, and it makes sense why this course suits his game so well. This is a venue over the long term that has always seemed to be where – lesser putters figure it out scotty scheffler is the most recent example of that winning each of the last two years hideki matsuyama has won here twice kevin stadler is one of the worst putters in the history of the pga tour he's won here kyle stanley um i believe he's won here if he didn't win here he, he came in uh, runner-up but um these are all some of the worst putters in the history of the pga tour and they've they've figured out a way to win here anyway uh, why is that? It's dormant Bermuda. It's kind of a hybrid of a bunch of Bermuda blends. It's like putting on a carpet. It's very smooth. It's the total contrast to POA where you could hit a good putt and it bumps. It hits a bumpy, non-smooth path and it, it veers off track. Good putts getting hit in the center of the club face and not uh, going rewarded. That's POA. This is a very true role. There's no surprises. It's in the desert, so it's kind of flat. Um, it's just very straightforward if you hit the ball online it's probably gonna you know find the cup so it's it's a level playing field for putters that's a great that's a just really good news for scotty scheffler and really daunting for the rest of the field because he has been unflappable from t to green he leads this field in strokes gained off the t approach and t to green leading into this week so all very uh imposing for the rest of the field as he chases a three-peat um, after him, the next two favorites were to start the week, Xander Shoffley and Victor Hovland. They have both since withdrew. So that makes it even more daunting to go up against Scotty Scheffler. Um, you don't even have John Rahm in this event this year, who known Arizona state alum is now with Liv. So his next biggest threat this week is Justin Thomas. Justin Thomas has fantastic course history here. Will be a popular bet. A lot of people, if you bet futures while well, he was kind of down um, and we're looking for his first uh, course to correct that slump, you, you might have guessed that it would actually come here and, and he's corrected that much sooner. Um, I had bet Justin Thomas last week at Pebble Beach and he was, at, he was sort of in the running uh, top five or top six um, after round three. So his game is in a good place. There's no doubt about it. He always plays well here. He's got a bunch of top tens to his name at uh the the phoenix open so a worthy second uh favorite this week and, and a credit to him for kind of finding his game and getting it all back uh, after after thomas max homa also has good course history here you can find him under 21 but that is uh the only three players under 21 very interesting we've seen so many examples um over you know this season really that that they stack like five, six, seven players under 20 to one. And you don't feel good about betting any of them Um, here because of how much of a prohibitive favorite Scotty Scheffler is um, you know, he's kind of taking all the win equity up and the books are kind of daring you to pick anybody else. So um, I will fall trap to that. I will pick somebody other than Scotty Scheffler and just hope that he continues to not putt great um, on these more straightforward greens. Um, After that sort of big three, then you start to get a, third tier let's call it of jordan spieth and sam burns kind of in a tier of their own and then ben on very like shockingly short number for a guy who has pretty good course history here and is off to a great start on less competitive events like the sony open um definitely not a number that i want anything to do with but great course history even before he was in great form like he is this uh this year um sung jay i would 10 times that out of 10 pick Sung Jae over Ben on at the same number. I think that's kind of ridiculous that you can get either of them at 33 to one. And that's why very few people are going to bet Ben on this week. Wyndham Clark coming off the win at 33 to one. Not my favorite course for him. Um, there's a lot of water in play that you can't just hit driver on every hole. Um, you're, you're, you got to be pretty accurate with the driver. And he hasn't really shown the course history here to prove that he's going to a course manager around here. So I'm a little bit of a fade on Wyndham Clark this week, but obviously coming off of a course record at Pebble Beach. So anything can happen there. Uh, and then you get kind of, you know, pick your poison. Fitzpatrick, Minwoo, Woo, JT, uh, Thigala, Cam Young, all, and, and Tom Kim all in that like 35 to 40 range. So that's kind of the top of the board. Um, for me, I think if you're approaching this week, you want to get exposure to one of Scheffler, Thomas, Homa, Spieth Burns, probably, I I would say. You know, all of those guys have had a top 10 already this year and have a good result at at, at the WM Phoenix Open to their credit. So there's not many elites in this field, and the elites that are at the top of the board have had good results here. So I'd say get exposure to one and then kind of get creative with with your long shots because we continue to be on a stretch where everybody wins on the pj tour is for some reason 101 or longer uh pre-tournament outright so that is uh the betting board i think i'm next we'll we'll move over to my model um no jump scare here i have some Exciting news um, for me to announce later on, on Twitter about some new things I'm doing outside of Fantasy National um, just to try to like improve my course research process, um, but that's for another video. So uh, bear with me if this is a shock of an interface, but I do think this is uh, a really great view of all of the key stats I'm putting into my model so I can talk through why certain stats are, are more important to me, the output of that model over here, and then um, their their live outright price or consensus outright number for reference when we're seeing somebody pop in a model and a certain outright number is um, jumping out at you, that's usually a good sign to find some value. And then I really like having the last five events over here uh, to coincide with the last five years uh, of this tournament. So you can kind of just see all green in both areas, usually a good sign Um, of more good to come and obviously scheffler and justin thomas are green recently green long term probably going to do pretty well this this year um so that's a good way to just kind of cycle through and gut check for me in this view uh who's doing well recently who's doing well historically at this event and who's doing well in the the key stats that matter the most i love having it all in one place so uh i'm very excited to to continue to uh, research golf, but in a new um, interface. Um, So talking about TPC Scottsdale, the stats that matter the most here, one of the uh, most correlated course history events of the year, number three behind the Masters and Sony Open. Players who play well here in the past continue to play very well here time and time again. Uh, Why is that? One... The atmosphere. Um, it's like playing in a Ryder Cup. It's like playing in a major. There are people yelling and screaming. There's an energy about the place. People are drunk everywhere. It's very disorienting if you've never played it before. Um, if you have played it before and it's so, it feels very different from everywhere else that you've played, there's a reason for that. Um, but some guys just kind of seize the moment and thrive in it and really uh, relish playing in, in, in such a high-octane environment. So it's kind of a love or hate event for some of these players. And some guys do better in it than others. Other than that, you know, the course is, it, it's a desert course. It's firm and fast, you know, near misses off the fairway run into kind of natural cactus areas. You get some tricky lateral punch outs, sorts of lies. Um, and there's a lot of good shots that can go unrewarded, take a hot bounce and run into the water here. So, um, it's interesting because that sort of layout should lend itself to randomness and not course history, but I think it just goes to show if you know where to not miss and you're accurate with your driving, uh, and you're an elite total driver and elite in ball striking, both driving and approach those types of players who can consistently know what their ball is doing get their ball to stop in the fairway and not run out, um, can can do pretty well on this as as sort of a second shot course it's also a desert course so you're not getting a lot of rough it's pretty predictable around the greens if you feel comfortable on those tight lies chipping around the greens this is definitely the course for you Um, and then lastly i think when you're looking at approach you definitely want to look at those middle irons so kind of that 150 to 200 range is, is what i'm narrowed in on i have that both in the model you can see over here on the far right um and yeah, just to kind of rattle off in, in order of importance for me, for um, stats in my model, I would say ball striking, number one. Recent form, I've got recent form over the last 16 rounds. I think that's pretty important just to make sure you are in control of your game leading into here. Um, as, I, as I said, approach from 150 to 200 yards. Um, par five scoring, very big, scrambling, huge here. Birdie, better, better percentage have to take advantage of the scoring holes, whether that's the, the drivable um, 17th or um, you know all of the part fives, really. You, you have to score on them. And then comp course history, TPC Sawgrass, a huge comp for um, waste management. Uh, obviously, Scotty Scheffler has won each of the last two years and Sawgrass. Uh, Webb Simpson has won at both. Matt Kuchar has played very well at both. Uh, Ricky Fowler has won at both. So, definitely a lot of overlap. You see all of the uh, the pressure, the water in play, uh, the risk reward holes, the sort of moderate uh, distance. Uh, TPC Sawgrass, definitely more like swampland and softer terrain with some rough. So from that standpoint, it's a little bit different, but definitely a lot of intangible overlap between uh, Sawgrass and Scottsdale. And then I like to look at all the desert courses. I think there's always been correlation between um, TPC Summerlin, Shadow Creek, Summit Club. Um, and then to a lesser extent, I think Lynx golf translates pretty well to desert golf because it's a lot of using the ground, firm conditions, kind of rewarding accuracy, hitting a straight ball that kind of is piercing. Uh, there's not much wind here, but, um, just kind of using the ground and, and hitting a a low runner on on firm and fast conditions, um, is the type of shot that works very well here. So the other beautiful thing about this this tool here is uh, I don't have to switch back and forth between a spreadsheet. So I can next go straight into all the players I bet just by hitting uh, my favorites. So for my betting card this week, um, I bet nine players. Uh, that just kind of seems to be the way you have to do it this year um, with the way that that long shots are winning so much. It's like, why, why couldn't Sam Ryder win this week at um, 250 to one, you know? So, uh, but in order of of outright price, I started my car, with Jordan Spieth actually got him at 20 to one. Um, someone who, and we can go into his player page as well and just kind of look at, uh, how he's gotten it done at Phoenix. Um, but he has been electric with approach three times. He's gained over seven strokes on approach leading into here. Um, and when you look back at, and look at what he was doing in 2023 and 2022 before he came into this event and 21 as well, his form wasn't great. So this has kind of proven to be the event where he figures it out um, and he doesn't need form. It's kind of that the type of event that shocks you. Um, and if you have a bunch of underlying thoughts in the back of your head or you're overthinking things or you just got to get back to the basics, like this course you just get up and hit the ball and and, and feed into the crowd noise we've seen him do that at the ryder cup where he's in questionable form and thrives in that environment um and that's what this is so Speeth, you know you look at his recent results as well a couple of top tens and you know top 40 at pebble which that's only three rounds and he put it horribly his his t is was pretty good so um, i feel pretty good about the state of Speeth's game um, and now you're getting him at double the, the odds of Justin Thomas where last week it was inverted and just and Spieth was kind of 18 to one and Thomas was around 30 to one. So I think that's a little bit of an overreaction, um, discounting Spieth after a, a, a still okay showing definitely from T to green, you would expect the putting, um, to, to return. So going back to my outright bets, the next guy I bet was, uh, Sungjae Im, just really good in desert conditions. You can see right here, comp course history is number two in this field. Uh, course history is number four. And if you scroll over here um, to look at what Sungjae has done at waste management, uh, T6, T17, 34 and 7. So he's not missing the cut here. couple top tens, T6 here last year, plays well in the desert. Uh, lit it up in a birdie fest at the century, led the field um in birdies and set a record on the pga tour for most, most birdies in a round so i would say his his game is in a pretty good place right now and he's proven he can get it done on desert conditions after those two guys it's a lot of long shots for me uh taking good numbers on, on good pedigree players so i get harman and cory Connors at 65 to 1 Harmon for kind of that links history he's got pretty decent results at the waste management you can see Harmon's over here. You know, he's not missing the cut and he has, uh, you know, a top 15 two years ago. So it's not going to jump off the page, but this is just the type of eye test for me with Brian Harmon where if he can bring the game plan he brought to, um, to the open last year, he's going to be in the fairway the whole time. He's going to make a bunch of putts. That can be enough at a place like this, and and you do have to be a little bit of a grinder, or scrambler. I know that Brian Harman um, can do that. He now has a little bit of Ryder Cup experience, which should only help how he handles the crowds here. Um, Corey Connors, just one of the most consistent ball strikers, underrated ball strikers on the PJ Tour. If you look at this, it's just all green on approach. He doesn't lose on off the tee. He never loses strokes ball striking when you combine the two in a tournament so obviously the putting is a concern um but if you look at what he's done in this event he's actually gained two out of four times and like we know about this tournament this is kind of the place where bad putters go and do pretty well so it's crazy to me that cory Connors finished 38th in an event where he gained 2.6 putts uh strokes putting um but you know if you have an event like this and you average five strokes game per round plus this putting you're gonna win so connor's elite ball striker on at an event that rewards ball striking i know that we can't bank on him gaining putting but he's six to five to one 65 to one for a good um talent um so maybe he gets hot with the putter and we get lucky uh, after those guys, it's all kind of triple digits. I got Kevin Yu, the local ASU alum. I got Nick Taylor runner-up here um, from last year and in good form, especially on approach. Nate Lashley is another local Scottsdale guy who uh, finished top 10 in his last start at the Farmers and has um, a couple of decent results, finished T3 here in 2020 in his debut, so has played well in this event. I love that. Uh, Tom Hoagie, somebody who I will always bet at the players and has some pretty good uh, finishes, a pair of top 25s over the last four years at this event. Sam Ryder, I believe, is the last man on my, cro- my card. He made history here with the hole in one uh, two years ago. So he's got to have good vibes coming in here. Um, number two in scrambling, number seven in putting. And uh, just somebody who can get really hot with with the approach has never missed a cut at this event. So. Big numbers, doesn't seem to matter if you're somebody with win equity or not uh, on the PJ Tour this year. Um, so I'm, I'm just gonna start spreading out, You know, still have the same exposure, but, but make sure that I have exposure to a few long shots who have that pedigree who I could see closing it out in uh, daunting conditions. So that's my card. Uh, really excited for WM Open. Uh, this week's one of my favorite events on tour. So I hope you found this video helpful. Uh, And I wish you all the best of luck with your PGA Tour best this week.